or demonstrating signs and wonders or with signs and wonders not following will be a struggling believer. Once wonders are not in place, then worrying is in place. Everything negative is not real to a believer. You can have symptoms in your body, but it doesn't have root in your spirit. You don't go with what is raining, you make things rain. You cause things to work. If you don't believe God for what he has made available for you to hit, then you can't hand what will make you comfortable. If you don't depend on God, you are going to join that worrying race. A believer should not walk to eat. What is in the scripture is that a believer should walk to give. Father, we receive your word with gladness. We are quickened by the supply of your spirits. We receive hope. We can see our future full of glory. We can see your plans for our life. We want to know how to walk with you daily. We want to experience and encounter you. We want more supply of the Spirit of God. We want our lives to be on fire. We don't want to worry about a thing. We are not children that will be slipping into depression. We are children full of love, full of glory, full of joy. Lord, we receive that which you have for us this morning with gladness. And as your word comes forth, healing is released to whoever needs healing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Can you say a better amen? amen? Every of the heart desire of your sons and daughters, every of the needs in their life, is met in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you all the glory. Can you rejoice and give him praise? Glory. Now, I, I started a teaching on Wednesday. I was going to continue the following Wednesday online. That's midweek service. Then the Holy Spirit told me it's a Sunday message that I need to get people out of worry. They said... He told me, he says, they are supposed to be concerned about the wonders they should be working. You are a wonder-working child. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody say, I'm a wonder-working child. <laughs> you, are not, you are not bored about it. Say, I'm a wonder-working child. In Psalm 139, David said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That is, I was made of wonders. Full of wonders. Wonderfully made. How many of you here, people have complained about you before? If people have complained about you before, can you raise your hand? Don't be shy about it. Many people have complained about me, including you. I'm raising my two hands. How many of you have been, somebody has complained about you before? All right? Put down your hand. You see, that people have complained about you does not mean that you are not a wonder. Amen? They complained about Jesus. They complained about Moses. They complained about every other person from God to talk by outside of the complaint. Some people have issues with your attitude, with your manner, with your reservation. If you are too reserved, they will complain. If you are too lousy, they will complain. If you are tall, they will complain. If you are short, they will complain. If you arrive very early at work, they will say your own is too much. If you come late, they will complain. And yet, you are a wonder. Somebody say, I'm a wonder. I'm a wonder. That means there is something that God has wired you with that should be unleashed regardless of people's opinion. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18, Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18, look at what it says. 
He said, here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. Whom the Lord has given me. Now I can use that word as a pastor and then for you as children. And then you can use that word, we can use that word as Jesus speaking this word and we have been given to Jesus as children. I, we are for signs and wonders in Israel. From the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. Now look at it. We are for signs and wonders. Now you can put in place of Israel, you can put Nigeria. We are for signs and wonders. A believer that doesn't live demonstrating signs and wonders or with signs and wonders not following will be a struggling believer. Listen to me very well. We be a worrying believer. Once wonders are not in place, then worrying is in place. I want you to listen to me. This thing I'm sharing with you is very important. Just a little bit, you can just become so worrying about things that are not real. You can be worrying about things that are that seems real to you, but they are not real. Anything negative is not real to a believer. You can have symptoms in your body, but it doesn't have root in your spirit. Are you listening to me? You can have zero bank account, but that is not what your account is saying in the realm of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Or is that what your account is saying? Look at your, think of your, can you remember your account balance? You can't forget. <laughs> you know your account balance. Even in the dream. <laughs> you see? But you see, don't so much be fixated on your account balance, even if you have millions in your account, that you forget that it's an account that was credited by God. You don't spend from your Zenith, GDB, or whatever account. You spend through those banks. You spend from heavenly account of it. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's, that should be your own mentality or your thinking. So regardless of what you are going through, you are a wonder-working child. Regardless of what has been spoken about you, you are one. Have you ever complained against yourself? If you have, can you raise your hand? I just, you know, communion, we are just real people. Sometimes I've, I've, I've complained, I've complained, oh, why didn't I come here very early? Oh, why was I not here? Why didn't I schedule like this? How many of you have done that before? I, I should have just, you know, if I had known, I should have just, you know, not gone for that deal. I should have just, how many of you, your money has disappeared before? You put money into something? Ah, MMM generation, yeah, yeah. Hey, how many of you, you have experienced MMM movement? The money moving. But you see, some people still doing, there are still some, Seven days, he said. Five days. How many of you have seen what I'm talking about? So you just complain about yourself. You say, how did I put this? I remember we were negotiating for equipment and I was talking to a guy. He said, foreign exchange is so bad. This is about, I don't know, I can't remember, maybe three, four years ago. And it was around that MMM site. He said, my brother, na, you know, na my inner, inner brother. He said, my brother, I am not importing nothing. He said, because you can't even predict the forex. He said, you see what I'm doing? I just put my money in MMM. I said, eh? Uh, he said, how much did you put there? He said, five million. Uh, I said, okay, now, it's none of your business. If somebody talks like that, I say, eh? Because most of you, you are too, you take Panadol for somebody else's headache. Because if he's going to make it with that five million, that's how you say, eh? And they will not share with you at the end of the day. <laughs> so you, you have to be neutral. You have to live wisely. In fact, I'm going to be teaching about that by God's grace. You have to learn how to respond to situations, to people, so that you don't carry, I mean, necessarily, because of that, people are not even talking to you. Because they know, they can predict how you react. They say, ah, oh, you know, and it has not burnt. <laughs> you listen to me. 
Then he said, you know, uh, I don't even know. I've not been hearing from uh, Kunle. You know, that's, that's busy saying, I've not been hearing from Kunle because they are in a relationship. And then busy is now saying it loud and clear. And then she has a friend, Yetunde. And then Yetunde be like, since when have not been, you have not been hearing, since when? Eh, since he traveled, since he traveled, it's been like, um, you know, one and a half weeks now. And you are still here. Are you sure he's not married? You know those responses? You know those reasoning? Are you sure? Uh, 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 <laughs> man, man, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Scam. I've told you, this marriage is a scam. This relationship, scam. This deal, scam. This Nigeria, scam. How many of you have been hearing that Nigeria is a scam? Don't join them. Oh. Nigeria is not a scam. Oh. If I'm still here, Nigeria is not a scam. Oh. And last time I checked, Pastor Yadeboye is here, Bishop Yadeboye is here. Nigeria is not a scam. Oh. Are you listening to me? Some of you are struggling with what I'm teaching. Ah, Pastor. Nigeria is a scam. <laughs> Pastor. Ah. Well, nevertheless, at your word. <laughs> but you're a wonder-walking child of God. You are full of wonders. You can even have complaints against yourself. You might not be satisfied with what you do. You sleep too much. You are not the only one that knows you sleep too much. In your neighborhood, they know you sleep too much. Have you ever tried to wake people up and they say, uh, and then they change the gear. And then, uh, like vehicle. With all the sleep you slept during lockdown, let me just put it this way, during the lockdown, how many of you have ever been guilty for watching movies for long? You just watch the movie, just series. Um, what's this? Nairobi. Helsinki. <laughs> ah, I can't wait for the next season. You know, I, I watch, but you know, when I watch, I, I try to, you know, once it's getting to two hours, and I know that all, during that time, you know, I might not pray for more than two hours, although I was praying consistently, like, I can do... So, I don't want to watch movies more than I pray. That's me. I don't want you to be guilty. <laughs> I don't want to. I remember the first time it happened. I think it was 24 hours of prison break. I think it was 24 hours. I was in one of my associate pastors back then in OAU. I was in, they've been telling me about the movie. This is a fantastic pastor. You need to see. I hardly watch movies. In fact, there was a year. I don't think I watched more than two or three. So, I got there. And then, but I've learned to be watching movies because one of the ways by which I relax now. Ministry can be very, you know, demanding. Relax. Best way to relax, apart from being in the spirit with God, is myself and my wife. And then I have other ways. So something happened. I was in that room, and then they played 24 hours. Ah! You know, Jack Bauer, he will not... Some of you might know. It's an old film. Maybe some of you might not have seen it. So they are bombing a place. They are trying to avert it. And then before they have had that one, another one is happening. And so I stay with them. First episode, second episode, third episode, fifth episode, sixth episode. Ah, I'm, I'm not doing it again. I told the people, I said, I'm already feeling like a sinner. <laughs> but I was not a sinner. No, I'm just trying to tell you some things that devil can even use to, to make you think that you are no more a child of God. Do you know that even with your unfaithfulness, you are still a wonder-walking child of God? A wonder-walking, a wonder-carrying child of God. And so that is why there is only one thing that devil can easily use to stop you from manifesting the wonders he has sent you. And that's worry. And that is why in Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, I want to quickly show you something. And I will just stop wherever I can stop. Probably I will connect, I will continue next Sunday. On Wednesday I'm going to teach another thing. In Matthew chapter 6, 
Take it that you do not do your charitable. No, let's do it from verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Don't worry about your life. Some of you, you act like the God of your own life. Don't worry about your life. What you will eat, now see that. What you will eat. What you will drink. No, about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? I don't have clothes. How many of you have said that after COVID? I don't have. I need to change my wardrobe. I, I need clothes. How many of you have said that? Be sincere. You don't know maybe God is distributing clothes in this area. And it's only those who are sincere that will get the clothes. Put on your hands. The way you are smiling, I know you have been saying it. And that you need clothes. And God knows that you need clothes. And you are here in God's manifest presence. How many of you need clothes? You know, you have been saying that. And then you don't want to. Don't you know that God responds to responses? He said, don't worry about it. You can say that I need clothes. You can know that you need to change your wardrobe. But it's another thing else when you are now worrying about the clothing. God knows you need to eat. It's another thing when you are disturbed. Probably because you see food being displayed on the internet. You know there are people that when they eat, probably they went to one nice restaurant. They just snap it and... You know, just put it on the internet. And it, probably there's a fasting going on in church. And you saw that you say, Jesus. Or there's no fasting. And you just saw that you say, ah, God, when is my life going to change? <laughs> he knows you're in need of good food. Look at what he's saying here. You see, I'm going to show you something. And this thing is very important. Because most of the things that we worry about are things that God has taken care of. Listen up. There are things that God has taken care of. You need to know he has taken care of them, and then you need to lay hold on the things he has taken care of. There are people that can be easily disturbed about their relationship, about their marriage. They worry about everything. Worry about economy. Look at it. He said, look at the boss of the hair. This is, this is an important message for every child of God. Look at the boss of the hair. For they neither sow nor reap. Look at that. They don't work. Nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. You know, one day the Holy Spirit made me realize that. He said, your father is not the father of birds. Your own father is feeding birds. So what do you think he will do with you? He said, your own father. He didn't say, yet their fathers feed them. Do you see that? He said, your own father. Look at it. Next verse. He said, yet your father feeds them. Are you not, look at it. Are you not of more value than they so that means to God, you are more invaluable. You are more valuable to him. The next verse. And he said, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Have you ever tried that? Ah, why am I short? Ah! I remember there was a case. I was just going into my, into my hostel in those days. What am I talking about? You know, I just you know, remember some things. A guy was short. And the guy was just passing. And another guy was making comments. You know, it's a particular hostel where they do a lot of comedy. You know, all those hard comedy. You know, praise God. Don't let us call it what it is. It's an international meeting. Praise God. So, now, the guy was coming. And then another guy was coming. And then I was there. And then the guy said, Bros, you shot too. What happened? Did God approximate you? He said, it's like God approximated you. Just like one saw me one day, he said, ah, I like your height. If, if I can just get this height. He was talking to me. He said, if I can just, I will do three, four things. Number one, I will play basketball. Number two, I will 
just be a model. Number three, how we do girls. Ah, I said you can't be tall. <laughs> I said you can't be tall. <laughs> the scripture says you can't hurt to your height. You can't hurt. Did you know how you grow like this? I know people are now hurting to their breasts. Hurting to their hips. Buttocks. Men, be aware. You know, beware is be aware. <laughs> Thank God I've escaped all those things. Glory to God. It will be, it will, it will be incredible if suddenly you just realize that the buttock is somewhere and then your wife is somewhere. Ah, what the heck is going on here? So Bible says, don't worry. Don't say this is what they like in Lagos. They want it big like this. They want it, you know, front, back. You know, how do you say those things? They, that, that's what is raining in Lagos. You don't go with what is raining. You make things rain. Are you getting what I'm saying? You cause things to work. I'm telling you things that disturb people. People worry about the, the progress their friends are making. And because people don't put their problems on the internet. I was, we were with a man of God yesterday, well, with men of God yesterday, himself and his wife. And then we were talking, we got to a point, he said, ah, he said, you know, social media is a scam. And why the woman said that is because people don't put what they are struggling with on the internet. In fact, there was a time my, my mentor called me. You know, he put up something, and then we're just talking. He said, forget all this social media. He said, there's a couple that fought themselves. They fought till they broke one of their drawers. The wife snapped the door, the, the breakage, and, and sent to him. He said, the wife's birthday was like three days after the fight. He said, when he read what the husband wrote, nobody would have believed that there had been a serious fight in that house. A serious one that they broke door. Beware of people who write a lot of poems. See, some things are not real. You know, for some of us, who just say, mm, you know, my, what did I write on July 29? My fantabulous. Freaky, freaky. Thank God for that guy. He's the one that gave me something to write. <laughs> My, I asked one of my mentors of marriage, Pastor Kinsley, I said, oh, Kinsley, send me poem. All these things that people do, I don't do poem. He said, eh? <laughs> he was just laughing at me. I said, thank you for this, thank you for that. You know, she writes better than I do. And then some people can think, oh, so those ones, they don't, they don't, they are not, they are not the love, they are not romantic, they are not, Stop worrying about things that are not real. To a believer, sickness is not real. I am telling you. Let me, let me, you can even be admitted in hospital. Why I said it's not real is that, is that it's not as real as the power of God that is at work in you. Are you listening to me? Do you have the power of God at work in you? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin. So why do you worry about, you see, every time you look at your life, say, well, you know, there are some aunties, they are not married in the family. And then your, probably your parents or whoever started talking to you too, that are you taking after these ones? What's your problem? Can you just get pregnant, sir? We don't even want wedding. Can you just get pregnant? You'll be saying, hey, blah, 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 blah. What have you been saying, sir? 
And let me tell you, those things can disturb people. Except if we are deceiving ourselves. That he wants to pay bills, you don't have money to pay bills. You have a deadline, your landlord is coming one way, you go out the other way. Or you borrowed money from somebody and the person is calling you, it's time for you to pay, and you are seeing the call like this. And you say, and God, I'm not like this. Ah, oh God. <laughs> and sometimes you are now tempted, you just speak, you say, um, uh, Bolu, come, take this call. Say, I'm not around. <laughs> and then you now start laughing, lying. Or some people just speak, say, I'm, I'm in a meeting. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. He's alone. He's a believer. But you know the challenge is this. Between, there is a link between switching from worrying and becoming a wonder. And that link mainly is worship. What you worry about, you can just switch into worshiping about it. If people should be writing or labeling themselves with the failure they have gone through, you will know that people have been through things. Are you listening to me? People have been through things. I know a young guy who almost died. He just came to me and said, Pastor, I can't believe it. I've been in this relationship with this awesome, fine, beautiful, intelligent lady. We've planned everything together. I was going to relocate. She was going to come and meet me. And this and that. They planned the Calculation has gone ahead. No king revelation. And the guy was disturbed. And the way the guy was talking, I know this lady has gone. You see, but sometimes you see, pastors, we can be, you know, there are times that doctors know you are the person you brought is going to die, but then they just want you to calm down and still try to do something. Maybe a miracle can happen. They know there is about 70, 80%. Probability that the person is going to die. But they say, well, let's try our best. You know, you need. And they will still be making you to spend money. Of which if they told you that, well, this person has just 20% of living. And then, you know, you need to buy this. You need to pay for this. You need to pay for that. Nobody will truly love their loved ones and will not want to spend last couple to really try to make sure they are still alive. And so when I look at the guy, I said, well, something can still be done. Tell her to meet me. I'm glad that we talked, we spoke, we discussed all kinds of stuff. But I saw the heart of the lady that is, she's gone. She's gone. So I called the guy. I said, well, it's a two-way thing. 50-50%. She may come back and she may not. But think like this. That what of if she did not come back? So I called the meeting for the two of them. We talked and all that. The guy was disturbed. Things can shake you. Things can happen to you and shake you. I was looking at the guy the way the guy was. You know, I never have experience of all this kind. But then when I talk to people, I could feel what they feel at that moment. It's easier to talk about do not worry in church. It's easier to read it in the scripture. But you see, in real life, if they are restraining people at work, and they said that people that have social qualifications are already gone. And then you look at yourself. You are just in between the people already gone. And they've not laid you up. Your heart will start beating. Bah, bah, bah. And what you start remembering is how you pay the bills. How you connect to this. Probably you have been good to some people and they depend on you. They are in schools. And then you all everything will start running through your head, your blood. You can't even miss the way when you are going home. 
It's like that. And that's why whenever I drive, I'm very careful. It's not just about you. You must be conscious of who else is driving around you. Recently, somebody wanted to jump into Lago. It's this worry that became so complicated and turned into depression. And then people see death as the escape route. That is not your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. So God is saying, look, don't worry. Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Look at the next verse. These people don't do anything. And yet, I say to you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of them. Or one of these. Next verse. He says, now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Will he not much more? Somebody say much more. He, so that means he will much more clothe you, which means you will be much more, you know, decorated than Solomon's was decorated. If he did this to lilies, and even Solomon in all his glory was not well arranged like this, will he not much more clothe you? You know what I found out? We worry and we struggle for things ourselves. We try to feed ourselves. You try to, to, to get yourself drinks. You try to pay your bills. You see, the day you cast your case on Christ because he cares for you, then you'll be at rest. You'll be at rest. Next verse. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Yes. For after all these things, the unbelievers seek. Gentiles. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. The uncircumcised people, the unbelievers, they seek those things. That's what dictates their work. They run up and down. Monday like this, they carry their briefcase tie. Have you seen people? They are still poor. Carry briefcase tie and then brag, 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 brag. Every, and then every day. Hold up five hours, probably three hours to walk and two hours back. And then, you know, they are just living from hands to mouth. Walking like, like elephants and living like hands. Have you ever heard that before? struggling day in, day out. Look at this Lagos. There are certain things that cannot be achieved by your calculation. Have you ever thought about it? How do you build a house in um, Coconut Island? I've been thinking about creating one island myself. Because all these are island harassments. And to us, it's not an harassment. How do, how, do, how do you just think about it? What salary are you going to take to buy a one billion naira watt house to build a skyscraper? To feed that many people God is telling you to feed. No, no, no. Think about it. How, what degree? How many degrees do you want to put together? The earlier you know that if you don't depend on God, you are going to join that worrying race. A believer should not work to eat. A believer should not work to drink. A believer should not work to hand salary to buy clothes. A believer should not listen to what is in the scripture is that a believer should work to give. Let me, before I get to verse 33, let's go to Acts chapter 20, verse 30. Let's do 34. Let's read from verse 34. Or let's, let's see from verse 33. Let me read from verse 33. I have converted no one silver or gold or appeal. This is a true man of God. Yes, you yourself know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who were with me. Can you see that? So when I walk, my knees are met, 
and much more for those who were with me. Can you see that? That is why God doesn't want you to work for yourself. He wants you to work for others. Next verse. He said, I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. Can you see that? And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to what? To receive. You can't be trusted with the great things if you are not a giver. Even our politicians, why do you think they remain there? And with all your hunger on social media, there is a party on social media. I think the top force is on social media. Some people contested. They only entered on social media. They won on social media. This is not about popularity. Those guys, they know the game. They give. Whether they are diabolical about it or they are not diabolical about it, giving is worth giving. Giving is worth giving. I'm telling you the truth. If somebody gives to you consistently, you might not be saying it with your mouth that I love you. You love the person from your heart. Somebody just look at your bill, just pay. I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm just talking about somebody who is just kind to you. You'll be wondering that, God, what did I do? You'll just be praying for the person. You'll be blessing the person. You know the reason? If I show you in the scripture different between poverty and riches, especially in Proverbs. Go and read Proverbs. He said the brothers of the poor, because he couldn't give anything, they abandoned him. They run away. He said the friends run away from him. He said everybody is the friend of riches. Why do some of you follow some of those drug baron, uh, internet frosters on social media? They are even mentors to some people in church. When they started catching some of them now, and then people were careful. And that's the reason why some of us don't follow everybody, because if I follow everybody, we'll have been seeing you following people. You know, it's easier for me to see. Ah, so you have following, ah, if they trace you to me. Why? Because you like good things. And you see somebody displaying Gucci, displaying Versace, and then, you know, eating large, living large. You see, I like Rolls Royce. I like cars. I like good cars. And so once in a while, I go check where I can see them. It might not be where you are seeing them. And that is what dictates you. And those things sometimes weigh you down. You see other people's progress, it weighs you down. Especially your mates, your peers. So God is saying, don't bother yourself about it. In, in Thessalonians, he wrote to the Thessalonians, he said, I have told you, whoever does not work should not work. Heat. Listen, no. he said, everyone who is working, let him that still still no more. Everyone who is working should work to give. Should work to give, not work to hit. If you don't believe God for what he has made available for you to hit, then you can't hand what will make you comfortably hit. I don't know if you are getting what I'm sharing with you. You have to put your trust in God. I want this very pragmatic. You have to put your trust in God. You have to put your trust in God. Your job might not be able to survive the economy holocaust. Might not be able to survive the economic recession. You have to put your trust in God. I do not put my trust in you as members. My trust is in God. 
for you. Do you get that? Don't have one uncle somewhere, or you have people, God will make people disappoint you in order to get your attention. It's not about their problem. It's, they don't hate you. People disappoint you easily, they don't hate you. They have to disappoint you because that's the will of God. So that you can put your attention on God. Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Are you still here? The way you are calm, it's like the thing is hitting you. If I'm right, can you say yes? All right. He's eating it. You know, it's so funny. Let's read that last verse and I'll close. Worry is feeling anxious, perplexed, and troubled about actual or potential problems. Headache that does not exist. It's like taking Panadol for headache that does not exist. The real thing is in your spirit. Inwardly, you should be more conscious about what is going on within you than what is going on on the outside. Say after me. Say, I am for signs and for wonders. Are you being blessed at all? The Bible says, these signs shall follow those who believe that in my name they will cast out demons. In my name they will heal the sick. In my name they will lay hands on those who are sick and then they will recover. In my name they will take up everything deadly and they shall by no means hurt them and blah, blah, blah. You know, he spoke of the apostles who said, God went with them confirming his words with signs and wonders. So I told you, this is very important. Matthew 6.33. See what he told them. Matthew 6.33. He said, but if you are not going to be worrying, but I want you to do something. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Now, let me just simply explain this place. We are now in the kingdom of God because this was before he died and resurrected. So we sought the kingdom. We are now in the kingdom. Bible says we have been translated from the, in, from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Colossians chapter 1, 12 and 13. Now look at what it says here. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom. So what is he saying? There is a way things are done in the kingdom. That's why he said the kingdom of heaven is like a man who found a very precious and he buries it. Or he went to sell all that he had in order to purchase it. Have you, do you remember those parables of the kingdom? So just go through those parables of the kingdom. It talks about talent. It talks about ten virgins. It talks about those are things you should learn that will dictate how you live in the kingdom. In fact, it's recorded that over 60% of the parables of Jesus Christ are business parables. Business parables. It's about economic empowerment. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his right way of doing things. The righteousness here is there. The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, there is righteousness as nature. There is righteousness as work. There is righteousness as principles. There are many dimensions of righteousness in the scripture. The only thing most new creation reality guys know is I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the righteousness, since you have been declaring it, you are broke. What about the righteousness of making riches? He knew no sin. He became poor that you might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Fantastic. That is the primary. That is the fundamental. So why is First John saying that, that you might do righteous works? That are righteous works. Things that emanate from your righteous nature. With your righteous nature, you should know how to go about the business. 
with your righteous nature, you should know ahead of time that this office will be relieving people of their duties. Let me take this course. There is a particular testimony I share with you of a friend who worked closely with one of the former governors of Lagos State. When I say work closely, the, the inner core carcass. In fact, the lady was saying it one time. said, he used to be very angry with us. He would just come to the meeting and say, you people, we need to change Lagos. There is a bridge from across this place. The IRS, you know, IRS, Internal Revenue Generation, whatever. He said, what are you even doing? Then he will come. And he, will just, he said, let's get to work. Let's do this. He was motivating them. And then the lady was saying, there's a bridge across this place to this place. I said, eh. So, where, how would they put bridge here? There's this, there's that. Do you know how she got into that inner caucus? There was a cause that came to her mind that she should do. Just like some months before, there would be a need for it in the office. And she didn't know there was going to be a need for it. And she did the cause. So, that's how this governor was discussing with his friend that came to see him. He said, I need somebody that can fit this role in my inner executive. And then the, he spoke to the guy. He said, eh, ah. He said, what about this lady? That she did something like that. That maybe she got, eh, he said, okay, find out. So that's how that one mentioned, mentioned her. In that. Let me tell you, for people to mention you inside, you must have something to, to offer. You can pray that people should mention you. But if there is no connection, there must be a connection. You must carry something that they will need inside there must be something that is you have to offer in high places. Most of people who complain about governance know nothing about governance. If they put you there, you do worse than those who are there. Because you know nothing about it. You read nothing about it. You did no course about it. All the lockdown people were just on lockdown brains, lockdown mental, lockdown everything, lockdown. And you can't pray for a miracle when there is no link that people can, they can, you know, I don't need you if you don't have anything to offer. I'm talking like a businessman now. To be frank with you, you know, I was on the street before God called me. In this church, no matter how familiar, how connected, how friendly, how father spiritual, father daughter, father hey, 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 that we can have as relationship. If there is a role that somebody needs to enter into in my business, and you are there, and a Muslim is there, and he has the power, he has all the credibility, he has all the whatever, the person will get it. Because that is what is causing issues for us. I can't put my relations. I can't put anybody who is related to me. Who cannot offer anything by occupying a role? To do what? And that is what we have failed to realize. That the world is like that. The world is like that. If Joseph did not know how to interpret dream, they won't call for him in palace. I hope you know that. And then you say, hey, palace I go. You have been dreaming... You have been dreaming, and you know we know what you know how to we know how to do something. Palace, here I come. Palace, here I come. Maya, Maya, yeah, palace. They said dance around the palace. Hey, <laughs> palace, palace. You know, palace to us is more or less like governor. You do you do a lot of. He said bring water. He said it's called palace water. How many of you have attended meetings or those prophets? Or those? He said palace water. They are calling you. He said you see you are going to give a big siege. <laughs> My friend, your seed will be wasted. <laughs> you see, even if you give seed, let me tell you, the only thing that can happen is through that seed, God can now open door for a course somewhere to go and learn about appropriation. 
Because God already planned that if you find yourself in governance, through appropriation, nobody, there is a vacancy in government, and they will soon be looking for people who knows about appropriation to come and occupy the place. They don't look for people who speak in tongues in governance. They don't look for people who speak in tongues in bank. Wake up. This is post-COVID, post-lockdown, post-whatever. And it should be post-nonsense. Praise God. Somebody say, I hear. I don't think you hear. Say, I hear. I hear. Immediately, she presented a CV. It was what she did some months ago that got her the job. Do you know her salary was multiplied by nine? Governor's office. Working in governor's office is different from working in governor's office. So she was working in governor's office, but now work with governor. Working with governor is different from working in governor's office. Her salary was multiplied by nine. I could see the reflection of that salary in her car. Just one car. So most of the things you desire, God is telling you this, how to go about it. Stop worrying about them. The Holy Spirit can tell you, if, how to enter into it is to truly begin with worship. And I'm going to really be able to be practical enough with you, maybe next Sunday, on how to go about it. Because those issues can be overwhelming, to be frank with you. It can be very overwhelming. I hope you have learned something. Praise the Lord. If you have learned something, can you say amen? Amen. So you have to learn how to be grateful to God. If there is any one of you here who is going through depression, you know that you are going through depression does not mean you can't come to church. <laughs> you know you can act laughter. <laughs> you know you can come to church. Eh? How are you? Fine. Very mechanical. You are acting something. You are not real. You are not yourself. You are not at rest. Christ said, come unto me, all ye that labored and are heavily loaded with issues, and I will give you rest. And that rest he has given you. He has given you. I want you to say after me, say, I'm a wonder-walking child. Say, I refuse to worry about the opinions of others, about economic recession, about issues in my life. I refuse to worry. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you talk about this? Say, I refuse to worry. Say, I refuse to worry about Nigeria, about my studies, about my job, about my business. Say, I'm settled. I am favored. I am blessed. I am full of wonders. I'm a wonder-walking child. I refuse to compare myself with others in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I'm more than conqueror. Father, we thank you. Can you rise on your feet? We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's Word by Pastor Papa Ophisaya, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact plus 234-8035-858047 or send a mail to tokwaiofisayo at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.